Heads up, parents, this episode contains strong language, so if you're listening with small kids, you may want to save this one for later. This is Hidden Brain. I'm Shankar Vedantam. In all of the drama of current politics in the United States, there is one truth that has endured through the first two years of Donald Trump's presidency. There's only one person, and that's the Donald. Finally, we get someone that's not a politician. He is not afraid to say what we're all thinking. He's the screw you Washington vote. That's all he is. He has kept the support of the core group of voters who propelled him into the White House. The approval of these voters, often white and often working class, has meant the Republican Party as a whole has stayed loyal to Trump. Few Republicans running for high office can expect to win without the Trump base. As Trump himself once famously said, I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? It's like incredible. This week on Hidden Brain, we explore two competing perspectives on Trump supporters and their motivations. One paints a sympathetic picture focusing on class divisions and economic pain. This is a group that feels belittled and ignored, and you know what? At some level, they're right. The other is more critical. Race, as we all know, is such a fundamental cleavage in our society. I think Republicans are using it to their advantage. Support for Hidden Brain comes from Ashley Homestore. Ashley Homestore is the number one furniture and mattress retailer in North America, offering everything from decor and accessories to your next perfect mattress. Ashley Homestore provides products designed to last at affordable prices, so you can trust you're getting the best deal without sacrificing quality. Visit a local Ashley Homestore near you or shop online today at ashleyhomestore.com. Joan Williams studies gender, class, and work in the United States. She's currently professor of law at the University of California, Hastings College of the Law. She's also the author of the book, White Working Class, Overcoming Class Cluelessness in America. Joan, welcome to Hidden Brain. Delighted to be here. We've heard a lot about the white working class since the 2016 election. Uh, I'm wondering if you could paint a picture for me, Joan, of, of who you include in this group and how you distinguish them from the very wealthy and the poor. Um, in order to understand American politics, really for the past 40 years, you need to define three different groups. One is the poor, um, with a median annual income of around um, $19,000. That's the bottom 30% of Americans by household income. And then the top, the professional managerial elite, is the top 20% by household income. Um, and I define that as top 20% by household income with one college grad. The group that's being called the working class is the group in the middle. It's the middle 53% with a median household income in the, in the 70s. That's the group that's called the working class, although they actually are the middle class. You have some startling statistics about wages in this middle group over the last half century. Uh, what's happened to them economically uh, starting, let's say, 1970? Since 1970, the wages and economic prospects of this group have absolutely tanked. Um, actually, more recent 
statistics have come out since the book, and the most dramatic is that virtually all Americans born in the 1940s did better than their parents, virtually all. But today, it's less than half. And this is the group whose economic prospects has really collapsed. And that's actually true not only in the U.S. It's true in advanced industrialized countries throughout the world, a more recent study showed. And that's one of the reasons you find these populist politics arising in many places around the world, not just the United States. I want to spend some time talking about your own journey wandering across these different class boundaries. And I want to start with when you were a fairly young girl. Uh, you came from a relatively well-off background, certainly by education. Your family was very highly educated. But you had a boyfriend who came from the white working class, and, and you went over to his house for dinner when you were 16. Tell me what happened next. Yeah, I was very much a silver spoon girl. The boyfriend that I had when I was 16,